Well, how do you do? What a beautiful day. Recording this on Saturday, we've got a few days of beautiful, sunny, 70-degree weather ahead of us in Rochester. I swear this happens every year where we get this, like, you know, last, like, late October, early November, last little blast of 70-degree weather. Same thing happens every year, late May, early June. We always get that last, like, couple of days of, you know, 36 degrees on like June 5th happens every year as well. But here we are. Got to enjoy it. Wife and child are outside right now. I'm actually recording this if it sounds weird from my closet at home on my phone because, and I hope that this is, I don't want to overreact to this, but I can't find my podcast equipment. (laughs) I had it at the factory because wheels came and we recorded that podcast and then I swear I brought it home, but I guess not. So today when I was at the factory, I looked for it real quick, but I didn't really look that hard. Then I came home, and it's not here either, so hopefully it's at the factory. I just didn't look hard enough. Otherwise, I lost my podcast stuff, and we might not have a podcast for a few weeks until I get some new stuff. So anyway, fingers crossed on that. Look, uh, obviously big breaking news this weekend. Very difficult to comment on this. As a business owner, it's just not smart to kind of get in and, and, and polarize yourself to get in the middle of things. Obviously, it's historic. Um, Look, what am I willing to say? I don't know. It'll be interesting for the next couple of months to see Trump as a lame duck president, just to see what he's up to when when he's angry and just trying to get even with the world. Like That's going to certainly provide entertainment. I will say I'm not all that crazy about Jim Carrey being Joe Biden on Saturday Night Live for the next four years. Love Maya Rudolph. Love my Kamala Harris impersonator on SNL. But uh, I don't know about Jim Carrey. He's not been getting great reviews. And I'll be honest with you, I like to be different, but I'm going to fall in line here. I don't think he's been great at being Joe Biden. I don't think Saturday Night Live is necessarily the biggest of our worries right now, though. I think that, um, look, I will say this. This is controversial probably, but I think that uh, I'm going to have a really, really hard time dealing with people who stick to the narrative that there was mass fraud and cheating and that Trump got cheated. Uh, Admittedly, I'm not going to do well with that. I'll ignore it. I'm not going to get in fights. I'm just not going to be pleased at people who put that argument forth. That being said, I think we have to realize who we're dealing with in Donald Trump. And I think we as a nation, believe it or not, need to give him a little time here. I think that, you know, Democrats sort of jumping down his throat, wanting him to concede and give a speech where he concedes and admits defeat. It's it's probably never going to happen with him. It's certainly not going to happen anytime soon. So I think where Democrats need to I think it's fine for the celebration. I think it's fine to be happy. Obviously, all of that is fine. Uh, Spiking the football at this point might just not be very classy is where I'm going to come from. So here's what I'll say. from the To the right, to the uh, extremists, I don't want to hear cheating and voter fraud. There's no evidence of that. Even Fox News is saying, look, there's really just no evidence that there's any fraud here at all. And uh, to the Democrats, I'll say, be elegant, be classy, don't spike the football. You know? Americans before Democrats and Republicans. Am I right? I think I'm right. I think, at least. Like I said, very difficult to come down in the middle on these things as a business owner. It's just not smart. You know, it's it's not uh, plenty of businesses do come down politically. I mean, I, it's lame, but I'll say what I would say to anybody. I, you know, look, I'm, I'm for the betterment and love of people. I want people to do better. I want you, whoever you are, whatever your agenda is, as long as it doesn't hurt anyone. I wish you the best in accomplishing your agenda. Whether you're on the right or the left of the political spectrum, truly wish you the best in accomplishing your political agenda or your personal agenda, for that matter, professional, personal, whatever it is, Republican or Democrat. I truly wish you the best in accomplishing that Uh, nonpartisan from that standpoint. Okay, we're going to do a complete 180 here. This interview was recorded with Anthony Prosciutti, magician, and I love magic. Anybody who doesn't know, I think you're going to hear in the next hour. 
I am a big fan of magic. Love magic when it comes to town. Love going to the shows. One of my favorite TV shows is Fool Us. I watch magic tricks on YouTube all the time. You can ask my wife. I even own a few magic tricks. I've got a beautiful uh, deck of cards that we'll talk about in this podcast. Couldn't be further from what's going on in the world this weekend. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but please enjoy my very inside magic conversation with magician Anthony Prosciutti. See, I'm already becoming a shitty producer, Anthony. I didn't even set the microphone up for you. I just oh, threw a okay. stand at you. I'm not, I'm not famous yet. <laughs> I didn't even offer you a beverage. That's okay. I didn't. Do you want a half-drank water from somebody else? <laughs> Do you want pizza from last night? Do you want some? Pizza just, from last night sounds good. No, we're no. sitting in the uh, break room at my uh, factory right now. Thanks for coming out, Anthony Prosciutti. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm dude, excited. it's my honor. It, you know, I'm so excited to finally get a chance to talk to you, um, like just one-on-one, because I think you know this. I've told, I know I've told your father. I think I've told you. Yeah. I am a huge fan of magic. Yes, that scares me, though. An actual fan of magic. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I mean, well, that's the thing is I'm a little bit more researched than most people yes. you talk to, yes. but I'm very, I'm extremely extremely foolable. I mean, like, I'm, yeah, there's plenty. So I, um, I'm interested where your passion comes from for magic because I love it. My favorite thing to do is the, I love watching the show fool us. Yeah. And I will hold out sometimes for weeks before I Google like how it was done. Yeah. I will hold out. Like I will watch the trick 20, 30 times Mm. before and then this part, I think you're going to love this. Yeah. I think you're going to like this. So I'll watch a trick 20, 30 times, sometimes two, three weeks before I finally just Google how they did it, right? Because I want to oh, figure it out. Like okay. I'm dying to figure it out. Right. Is that where even your passion came from early on was just like I'm dying to figure it out? Well, kind of. My father and I, like, you know, my, my dad and I, we've always been into it together. It's kind of been a, like a teammate thing, you know. He was a it, magician too? Like, no, no. I always tell him that he should be yeah. because he's always, he's always there telling me, you know, he'll, sometimes he'll know how stuff is done, and I don't. You know, yeah, he, yeah. he's good like that. But he can, yeah. He's he's not. He, he doesn't have what it takes. But yeah. he he knows how it all works. And um, we used to watch all the shows together. So we would we would watch America's Got Talent. We'd watch Fool Us, and we'd always sit there the whole time, not even enjoy the show. We'd just be like, "How's he doing it? Okay, he's doing yeah. this. He's doing. Oh, did you see that? I saw that. I saw yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's doing this. Trying to catch the misdirection and the right. showmanship, which is my favorite thing. Yeah. I mean, some stuff like one of my favorite tricks is the PK touch, right? Mm-hmm. Um, which is just the you know, watch. I'm gonna touch you without touching yep. you. And there's this, there's this guy, Raffaele, he's an Italian guy. I don't know if you know who mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Raffaele something. Solecito, yep. Solecito yep. maybe. And he does a PK touch routine mm-hmm. that is 100% showmanship. Now, I think he did add to it afterwards. Right. But not to, we're not, we don't have to sit here and blow ever how every magic trick yeah. is done. So yeah. I don't want to put you in that right. position at all. Right. But this trick is done... Right in front of your eyes. Yeah. You don't see it. You don't see it happen. And it's all about his showmanship. Covers it up. He just covers it up. The smallest little action, the smallest little thing. They build, We all of us, we build a giant act around it. You know, sometimes it's not this extravagant trick that you got to do this and that, but it's more of just the acting and the performance around it. Like you said, that's what he does. And then there's styles, too, I think, with you guys. Some of you have the style where you're all about the showmanship. Oh, yeah. Then others are just sleight-of-hand masters, right? Right, right. Uh, What what do you consider yourself to be? Well, I'm not a sleight-of-hand master because I follow myself more of... of, uh, uh, the acting more yeah. of a story I like to tell a story okay and like that's something 
that takes a lot more practice is you know having that sleight of hand yeah that sleight of hand uh, uh, feature to well a magician. You, well you you need practice in front of humans right yes so sleight of hand people can sit in their bedroom for yeah. twenty years yes. and master yeah they'll just sit there in front of a mirror and that's most of their practice yeah but it's harder for me because I need you know I need focus groups I need people who will tell me hey that doesn't look good this looks good because sometimes I'll be practicing a, a new routine or something. And uh, I don't know if somebody actually would enjoy it or not. You know, I'm, it's different than what I think. And also, you got to clean it up too, right? I mean, think yeah. about like stand-up comedy. Somebody goes out with their stand-up comedy routine, mm-hmm. and they might have an hour worth of material, right? But they got to test it because not the whole hour might be strong, right? Same with you, right? You've got to test your routine and say what's strong, what's not strong, right? And that's yeah. I do some comedy in my shows, you yeah. know, so I I do have to practice that as well. But you know, what's gonna hit? What is going to be that ooh-ah moment, you know? Yeah. Like, we want to find, we want to eliminate most of the things that are not very, you know, oh, that was okay. You want the whole crowd all the time, the whole show, to be saying, what the hell, you know? <laughs> That's how you want it to be. Yeah. It's difficult, but you have to just pinpoint what's what's going to do that, you know? So, early on for you, it was just watching TV, just seeing yeah. magicians on TV, and, oh, yeah. and it was just killing you. How did they do it? How did they yeah. do it? Yeah. You know, it started out, honestly, it all started with... America's Got Talent because I was I was watching it before I even became a magician and I said from the start that I wanted to go on the show. I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I just wanted to go on it. You know, yeah. I, was, I was like I just want to go on it one day. So it started out like that and then you know, Fool Us was a big one that we used to watch, my father and I. That's my favorite. I think Fool Us is just it's good. absolutely it's, brilliant. It's cool how they're doing the virtual stuff now, too, because they can't be in person. Yeah, now. well, in fun fact, not so fun fact, actually, there was a bachelor party back in March yeah. that I was supposed to go to Las Vegas for. Oh, and yeah. uh, I, we didn't end up going, got canceled because of COVID. And it was like that oh. first week where everything got canceled. So it was so close. But Foolus was so filming, and I had applied, and I had filled out the thing, and yeah. I had gotten accepted. I filled out the form, and I got accepted, and I was going to get to go to a filming. Oh, to go in the to arts. go to for that week, and, and it all got canceled. <laughs> the whole I was actually flying in a, a whole day before everyone else, really, just to go to the Foolus filming. I was oh literally going to Vegas by myself for 24 hours. By I mean, all my buddies were coming the next day, okay, and I was going to go sit in that crowd by myself just because I'm just such a fan of that show. But I told you earlier I was going to yeah. tell you something I think you're going to like, okay. Um, I if I get to the point where it's two or three weeks and I still can't figure out how they did it, I'm not yeah. gonna lie. I'm human. I will occasionally Google it. And right. be like I can't stand it. Yeah. I have to know. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I have a rule that if I Google it, okay, I buy the trick. You buy it. I actually go onto their website or really? wherever their Murphy's Magic or wherever they're selling ah. it through, and I will actually pay the money okay. because I go. You got me. That's fair. You deserve. So I have some stuff. I've got That's like fair. yeah, I've got like some cool. So I have sweet. Um, do you, do you know, uh, this is the guy who's, he's three for three on Fullest, Andre, Andre Sesnika, I think. Um, he has the butterfly card oh, deck. No. Have you ever seen the butterfly deck? I think so. He, so, he, it's, so it's a, it's a um, and again, I know I really don't want to do this trick. I really don't want to sit here and just blow how magic is done. Yeah, it's yeah. not what I want to do, but Sorry. he's got yeah. a, a deck, which you can imagine if he's got his own deck, what yeah, he's yeah. up to, but you know, right. uh, it's a beautiful deck and right. really the, the system he has for being able to, it's, um, I mean, quite frankly, it's a marked deck, but it's the type of thing where you could put it in almost anyone's hands and they could not figure out how oh, it's marked. Okay. Do you know what I mean? It's, killer, a, yeah. it's a really sophisticated sort of system that That's once sweet. you learn it, you can just spot it. So you bought this and you learned it? I bought it and oh, learned it. But sweet. my problem is I don't have the sleight of hand ability. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of it requires you being able to – I'm, I'm sorry, man. If you're uncomfortable, tell I'm me. Not uncomfortable, I, are you okay with talking I'm good. a little I like bit? This. Okay. this is cool. So a lot of it has to do with being able to just read it in an instant, right? Because yeah, if yeah, you yeah. look at – if you do this, if you're staring at it, right. you're, you're fucked. Like everyone that's, knows what you're doing. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the hard part. Yeah, and you got to be able to catch it in a in – a, you got to be able to steal a glance yep. Yep. that nobody notices and read it instantaneously. Right. I used to do a Mark Deck. I used to always have a Mark Deck on me everywhere I went. Yeah. And um, I made it myself. Nice. It was different because I don't know if you know, I forgot what they're called, the the B cards or something. B, they're the Bs, and they have like a, it kind of looks like this microphone. It's like a, like a mesh okay. all on the back of the card. And if you like squint your eyes, you put some type of special thing on there. Yeah, but if yeah. you squint your eyes, you can see it. Yeah. Right? You can see the number, you know, the card oh, on there. Oh, got it, got it. 
I never used to like doing that because people could look at it and if they look at it in the right way, they could see it. Oh yeah. So I used to do it a different way with the bicycle cards. Always have it, but you just got to practice, 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 practice to where you just look at that card from, you know, sitting all the way over there and you yeah. can see it for a split second. Yeah. That's the trick. It has to be yeah. because if you're sitting there, like he said, yeah. just staring at it, <laughs> they're going to go, uh, why is the magician staring at the card? Star- right they're just like blanked <laughs> out. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. So. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, uh, this, so this deck is, um, it's, it's a beveled deck is what it is. So it's basically like, oh, you know, yes. you know what I'm talking yes, about? So yes, yes. you really have to be holding them a certain way in order to be right. able to even see what you're supposed to be seeing. Right. Right. Cause if you hold, cause if a normal person takes those cards, they're going to hold them like a normal person would hold cards yep. and you can't see anything right 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 and that's really clever to me i thought that was a really really clever way of now, doing is that it. is that on the sides or something no. yeah exactly yeah it's on the side so so it's the deck you're holding a deck just like a normal person I mean, yep. do you have a deck on you or no i do you do so it would be just if you were to just bevel it so if you just took it and put it on an angle oh, the entire okay. now all of a sudden it's clear as day oh. so the idea is as you're handling the cards you're normal, you're normal, you're normal. Yeah. You bevel for just a split second. You catch that glimpse. Oh, now you know what's going on smart. and you're right back to normal and nobody can see anything. So you find a spot in your routine somewhere where you can bevel that deck right, where nobody's going to catch it other than you. And I just thought that was genius and I, I bought his deck. My problem is I'm just not fast enough. Yeah. You know, I need I need that like need months, that even years of practice to get there. Right. That's yeah. Because if I do it, I'm just like staring at it. I'm yeah, going, hold on, everyone. Give me one second, please. Exactly. So, right. what was your first uh, first routine that you were like, "This Ooh. is I'm nailed. This this is slick. I can I can knock this out." Let's see. I did one. I don't exact. Honestly, I don't exactly remember what it was. The first one, but it was. I started out doing a trick that I watched some kid at school did. Okay. Right. That's that's what got me into magic. I was yeah. in, in school. And I saw this kid do a card trick. He had he had like a bunch of girls around, and I'm like, "What's going on over here? <laughs> right? Why is this kid getting all the attention?" <laughs> yeah. I walk up. He's doing this crazy, this crazy trick. I don't even remember what it was, but it was just amazing. So I'm like, "All right." So I go home, start learning some tricks on YouTube start going to school and I'm like, all right, let's do this. You know, yeah, I'm yeah. getting the attention. Screw you. <laughs> but I think I used to do this. Uh, one of the very first ones was called a sloppy shuffle. Okay. And, uh, you'd essentially just shuffle the cards around back and forth, flip them, you know, all different ways. And beforehand, somebody would pick a card, mm-hmm. that card gets lost and then you, you, you shuffle it up and move it all around. And, uh, essentially at the end of the trick, all the cards go back to normal with a snap of the finger. And their car is card is just sitting there, face face down in the in the deck. I love that. I always think that's a great effect. Crazy yeah. trick, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always gets people pretty yeah. easy to. Do. And you and you mastered like you just mastered it, practiced yeah. it, practiced it, just, practiced it. It's just doing it in front of people. I would always yeah. do it in front of family members, and then slowly in front of new people, of course. Are you nervous first time you do a trick in front of people to this day by any chance? Your Some, first time in front of a stranger, I would say. Sometimes. Well, recently, you know, I haven't been performing as much because of COVID. You know, right. so. I've been just doing my own thing. And uh, so, yeah, I'm a little out of it yeah. recently. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, sometimes I do get nervous. I'll get w- nervous. Weren't you supposed to just go on tour? Like, right? I like, was. Like, r- literally when COVID hit? I was on tour. What happened? I went, yeah. I did two shows in February, right before, right before co- uh, coronavirus hit. And then, um, and those were my two first headliners. Like, my first, nice. like, tour headliners. I did a couple before. But I did, let's say I did Leamington, Canada is out near uh, Michigan, right across the border from Michigan, uh, that had like 200 people show up, which was sweet because I'm in Canada, like six hours away from my house. And yeah. All these people came from me. That's awesome. You know, and I was touring for the past two years as an opener. So it was a different experience, you know, having people show up for you or for somebody else. Yeah, and 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 especially when you think about just a couple of years ago, you're just you're running through the high school oh, yeah. hallways, being like, "Can I show you a trick?" Yeah, and now exactly. people are paying money to watch you. Right, it was crazy. Yeah, and, um, something cool that happened that night was my dad went out in the parking lot to grab something from the car, and he videoed it. There's a video on Facebook, and uh, he sees all these cars just pulling in, just car after car after car, and the parking lot was like slowly filling up. And it was just like a cool dad moment for yeah. him. Like he was so hyped for me, you know. So he he posted. He's like, "Wow, that's awesome." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that was really cool to see. You know? Is there any type of magic that you don't care for that you're like not interested in? I mean, you know, musician. If you're a country artist, you might not like hip hop, and vice right. versa. Is there anything 
to you like for me mm-hmm. something there is a type of magic also for me that I don't care for and that's the the major stage sort of like the over like the I don't know what like um the what am I trying to say Illusions. Uh, metamorphosis, right? Oh, metamorphosis, like, like metamorphosis. Yep. I mean, it's a great trick the first time you see yep. it, but everyone's got metamorphosis, right? Like everyone does it. It's right. you got to like reinvent that in order to right. do it in front of me now. Yeah, you know. Uh, what about you? Is there a type of magic that you're like? Eh, I'm not really into that. That's exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> really, you read my mind. No, yeah, it's illusions. I hate illusions. I the hate, cheesy, like, the cheesy, yes. like cutting girls in half, yeah. all that. Yeah, I yeah. started out doing that, you know, and back in when I was You got to learn it all. You you do have to learn it all. Yeah. But Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. There's something like there's just you know how some magicians just have like a cheesy delivery. Yeah. Like there's that oh. too that I Yeah. It's like I can't stand it. I'll be watching yeah. I think what it is the CW um what Masters of Illusion. Mhm. Mm-hmm. That show's great. But they have a lot of cheesy people on there, and I can't stop and stand watching it. Who are your favorite magicians? Let's say, who do you think the classics are, and then yep. who's your favorite like living, practicing yep. right now? Favorites are, some of the people are from America's Got Talent. Okay. Eric Jones, he was... That's uh, co- coin? Yep, yep coin coins. Guy. He is great with coins. Yes. Not, yeah. I'm not a huge fan of coins and stuff like that, but he's just, I like his personality. I like his look. Um, that's just... What I look for most of the time. Yeah. How, how's their delivery and stuff? Yeah, he's he's pretty smooth. And uh, by the way, he used to look like me. He used to be like 400 pounds, that dude. Do you know that? I think so. He was yeah, a that's big right. dude. Yeah, yeah he I've lost seen... like 150 pounds or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But Eric Jones, David Blaine, of course, he's done a lot of cool stuff recently, like on Netflix. I don't know if you saw. He did it. He had like a bunch of balloons. And yes. he essentially floated up. All the yeah. way up to the atmosphere or something. That's crazy. Do I you like listen to how- podcasts ever? He to just who? he podcasts. Do you ever listen to podcasts in general? Yeah, yeah. He, sometimes he just yeah. did Rogan. David Blaine just did oh, Rogan. He did? You would you'd find it really. It's like really? two and a half hours, and it's, oh, sweet. they they do some deep dive on magic. You'd oh, really cool. find it interesting. I've been needing something. David Blaine, because I mean he's he's. You know he's one of the best I think because yes. he's close up mm-hmm. and he did he had Rogan because you know Rogan's gonna interview him the same way interview, interviewing you where right. he's not gonna pretend people actually can do magic he right. wants to talk about the illusion right. so and David Blaine's just like we're gonna stick a spike through my arm you're gonna do it yeah you know like come over here and put a spike through my arm test my arm feel my arm you know find a fleshy part and put a spike through it and, and he do did it, it. He, he, does do it. <laughs> he does it he actually has him do it yeah it's really. crazy <laughs> you know i know that i don't understand i don't know how the hell that was done i, I don't, really don't i don't either because rogan's not gonna bullshit either rogan's not gonna right. play along he's not gonna as they would right. say instant stooge right you know he's gonna like he would have called it out if there was something fishy exactly. going on yeah i don't know how he does any of that stuff um well speaking of, since i use the term and I never get to talk about this with anybody. That's yeah. why I'm so happy you're here. You're yeah. like my new best friend now. Yeah. Sweet. <laughs> no, no, seriously. I've never had friends. I have, no. I have to tell you, Anthony, I watch magic tricks on t- on YouTube, like yeah. on my phone, yeah. every single night yeah. when I go to bed. If my wife is the only human being alive that can testify <laughs> to this, I get my phone, I put in my little earbuds, and I type either Fool Us or America's Got Talent or, yeah. you know, just anything, or Magician. Don't talk to me. Or um, Magic Castle or, you know, something. And I just watch, like, routines constantly. That's good, I love though. If I had any skill, I swear to God, I'd be a magician. I just don't have the skill. It tests your mind, you know. It's a different yeah. opening up, you know. It's, yeah. it's different than what everybody else does. And, and I love the... Um, I love the the inventors too. When they have sometimes they'll do episodes where it's people invented their own trick because yes. that's tough. Because you know there's only so many effects. I mean, it seems like right. the same effects get used over and over, and you just got to reinvent those. But that, sometimes people have actually created stuff. Right. That's that's what's what's actually frustrating is a lot of people take ideas. I mean, it's going to happen. I do it too. I take yeah. ideas from other magicians and I make it my own. Yeah. And I've actually gotten. I've had beef before with some big time magicians. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> what did they say you stole their trick? Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm yeah. just gonna say I don't care. Justin Wellman. Have okay. you ever heard of him? Um, that, that doesn't ring a bell off the top of my head. No. He has a Netflix special, Magic for Humans. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, oh, I do know who you're talking about. Justin yep. Wellman. He was. Uh, I did the first time I auditioned for America's Got Talent. I did an effect that not only him but many other people have done. But he tried coming at me saying that it was his. Which it wasn't. What was it? The effect? Again? It was, uh, it was this where I strip my clothes off. Yeah. yeah. I have somebody color in a, a picture of somebody, 
and essentially... Oh, and then you're wearing that outfit. Yes, I'm wearing yeah. it underneath. Like yellow shirt, blue shorts. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And I did, I've done that for years. Yeah. And uh, America's I've Got Talent... I've seen that a lot. That yeah. Here, yeah, he didn't... Did he, did he claim he invented that? He was saying that it was his, but yeah. I, after that, I watched videos of people doing it 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. And I'm like, what, are you, what was he talking about? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he only saw it because America's Got Talent posted a picture of me like wearing the clothes oh yeah so he got all mad and started insta you know dming me on instagram all oh mad. shit how'd I'm you like, handle it what happened i'm like sorry dude you know like <laughs> i'm just a you know i was like 17 I'm like i'm just a kid yeah that's what i told him like i'm just a kid i'm sorry blah blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. i didn't mean no harm but yeah then i had all my friends go on and tag him and say mean things to him. <laughs> So you, how many times did you try out for America's Got Talent? Uh, it was two times. It feels like more, but you got in front two. of the judges both times. Or I went, I went my first time, and uh, I had like a front of the line pass. Yeah. So they sent me in front of the line, and I still had to wait in the big area. And then uh, <clears throat> you go into a room with ten other contestants, right? It'll be singers, dancers, all com- you know, comedians, everybody, and uh, you go up one at a time in front of one producer. And uh, I audition, and everybody else auditions, and I did a lot of research beforehand. You know, I watched YouTube videos of people talking about their experiences, and essentially, if they tell you, you know, hey, we'll call you back in February if you got on the show, that means you didn't get on. Yeah. Right? So they lied to you. They straight up lied to you. Yeah. So I was nervous going in, and uh, I auditioned. Everybody else auditioned, and they said that. They said, so if you guys... uh, if you made it on the show, it's gonna you're gonna get a call in February. I said, shit. Yeah. I didn't get on the show. Yeah. So I'm walking out, everybody's walking out, and I'm the last one walking out, right? And uh, they stop me. Say, Anthony, wait a second, please. And I'm like, yes, yes, this could be it. You know, so I'm excited, <laughs> but trying to hide it, you know, you know just stone face, you know. So they tell me they're like, uh, you know, we really loved your act, and this is where I did the stripping thing. Yeah, yeah. We really loved your act. We want to see it again. You know, they asked me a bunch of questions. So they sent me to another room where I performed in front of four executive producers, and uh, this room looked like like American Idol. You know, yeah. their first audition room. You have the four judges, and you have a banner behind them, yeah. and then you have, yeah. like, an X on the floor. That's exactly what it so looked they're, like. So they're filming now, right? Yeah, I mean, there was yeah. big cameras. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. The first room was nothing like it. Because if you move on in the competition, this is some footage they'll probably use, right? Yeah, yeah. right. They yeah. could probably use it somewhere. Yeah. But these are just producers. Like, yeah. it's just all beforehand stuff. So I perform, and then they tell me, you know, I'll get a call in January or something a little earlier and than with like, the other people. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, well, you know, this could still be it. They gave me an earlier date, so it didn't happen. Yeah, but yeah. I moved on to the next year, auditioned the next year, and I worked with a casting producer for a few months beforehand. You know, he told me all everything that I should know. You know, what do I have? What should I be saying? What should I be doing? What should I wear? This and that, everything. Uh, they gave me uh, an actual. Uh, an appointment so I showed up and I just went right to my appointment with a producer it was it was like a British guy or something and uh, yeah I performed that time and then I haven't performed for them since and did, you come, did you come up with a new trick that time or did you go with the yeah. same yeah that time. I came up with something completely new and what's funny is I just saw it last year on last season the same exact thing I did in that room that I came up with an original effect. You actually created the effect. Yeah. Original created yeah. everything. Yeah. They did it. This guy did it. You better go on Instagram and tell him to go screw himself. Oh yeah. I was pissed. <laughs> I was posting all over, man. No, but they, they actually, what I did was I had, I did this, you know, let's say we're using cards, right? Okay. Yeah. Pick, pick a card out of 52. Each card has uh, a former contestant written on the face of it. Right. Yeah. You have, you know, Tapeface, Eric Jones, whoever, Sal Valentinetti. The guy picked Tapeface, right? So Tapeface was the, the chosen person. Then I had a curtain, right? And you drop the curtain and Tapeface is there, right? Oh, my God. I've, had, I've seen this. Yeah. And they did the same I, exact thing with Tapeface. I, I think, was so pissed. And it was Tapeface. It, it was, was Tapeface. Tape you you created that trick? Yeah. That's a great trick, yeah, man. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that's fantastic. <laughs> yeah. I, but I've seen people that happen to people before. Like, I saw, I know exactly what you're talking yep. about. That act. Now that you say that, I remember it. And it yep. was tape face. Tape right? face. Son of a so bitch, pissed, dude. 
What the fuck? So, so did so did did I don't know. Was it so the magician stole the trick? Yeah. But did you do that publicly anywhere? Nowhere. Never they, did what, that. What they do is well, it's hard to pull off. He's got to get tape faced. To yeah. Show right. Yeah. <laughs> right. So they. Uh, or I guess for the sake of this podcast, you got to get all twelve people to show up just in case. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they. Um, I've heard lots of people before coming out saying. Showing the, their secrets, revealing America's Got Talent secrets. Yeah. Saying that they'll, somebody will do, a, do an audition like me, and they'll take that idea, they'll write it down, you know, uh, they'll record it, and they'll write it down, ugly. and they'll give it to somebody. Yeah. They'll give it to a performer. So yeah. that's what they probably what did. What about Fool Us? You want to go on Fool Us? Have you applied? Tried? I haven't, I haven't uh, applied for them yet. Would, would you like I'm or waiting. dislike the, the idea? I, lo- I think it's such a good premise for a show because you get to do your trick, yeah. but essentially... If you don't fool them, they're going to basically blow it for you on national right. TV. And Penn usually does it in code, but still, you know, it's easy to figure it out. It still gets revealed either way on YouTube. It gets revealed. Yeah. Exactly. And then the YouTube comments is all just people say, well, that's another thing as a magician. I mean, when you put tricks out there, do you have to monitor the comments for somebody blowing it? Mm, sometimes I, well, t- actually, I haven't really had to do that much. Not a big deal? Yeah, because typically it's in person where somebody will try and be a heckler and just be yeah. like oh I know what he did well I hate that and that's shit that is shitty too audiences need yeah. to realize right that's not a thing that you know it's not like there are people out there who know how shit's done and like don't right. fucking ruin the moment like right. just don't do it I don't know why people have to be like that yeah, but yeah. typically I don't post a lot of uh, a lot of my my tricks from my shows yeah on YouTube or Facebook because of that reason I don't want to have somebody go to my video and watch it and then not go to the show because they're already seen lots yep. of it or also because I don't want people to try and you know say oh I know what you're doing blah, yeah. blah, 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 well blah. another parallel to stand up comedy too a lot yeah. of stand up comedians hate their stuff to be out on YouTube right, because right. they want to hone it in yep. make it perfect yep. and then maybe the end result is a Netflix special or sure. something and then, then you're getting paid for it so right. then you, you put it out there and the, you know in that case it's great you get paid for your stuff yep. the only problem is then you do gotta now you gotta create a whole nother act because now that's out there and everyone's seen it they have something, but, something new to create yeah that's the job, though, right? So yeah, exactly. going on tour, how it came around this year, pre, pre-COVID, how did it come about that you said, I think it's time I'm going to tour? Yeah, well, it was um, it was a few months, probably like five months uh, prep beforehand, where I stopped touring. Like I said, I toured for two years beforehand with the Uncle Louie Variety Show, a comedy duo. And uh, I was the opening act. I was sick of just being the opener. I wanted to be that headliner. I wanted to feel, yeah. you know, what it was like to be a headliner. You know, I wanted, I wanted to move up. So I said, you know, it's time. Like, I'm, I want to do a headlining show. I don't care if I have to pay money instead of getting paid. If, you know, if yeah. nobody shows up, I want to do it. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was willing to take that risk. And um, I did, you know. I did, let's see, I did a show at Leamington, and then I did Utica the following week after that Canada show. And um, that one, I actually, like, broke even, right? I nice. didn't make any money, but it was a learning experience well, for break me. break even is way better than losing money. Absolutely. Damn straight. Absolutely. Yeah. But it's all about the learning experience for me. That was what... Well, it's, you're an, that's the other thing is, sometimes I talk about entrepreneurship on this podcast, because... Yeah. I love small business, starting businesses, talking to business owners. Yeah. You are an entrepreneur. You're yeah. starting a business. Essentially, yeah. Yeah. And so, Creating a brand. And, and every entrepreneur out there had to spend money before they made money. Absolutely. So, there's no shame in that. Absolutely. No. Breaking even on your second show is fantastic. Yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah. But I didn't get to keep going, but. Yeah, no kidding. How long was the uh, the whole show, like your time on stage? Yeah, it was long. I did, in Canada, I did like. <laughs> Two and a half hours on oh, stage. Damn, damn. Yeah, you didn't get but tired. It, well, you're all jazzed up. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. fun though. Like in a few years, you'll get that down to an hour. And you'll yeah, I'm ready to like, go. All right, thirty minutes. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. No, That's it was right. it was fun though, man. Like I had people in Canada are great. Yeah, they're a lot more fun than Americans. I'll do a Canada show any day. Yeah, but that was really fun. They, it's um, it's a long time being on stage. Two and a half hours. Yeah, but yeah. it just flies by when you. When, yeah. you, when you're prepared. You have hours and hours of material. Like, you can do two and a half hours. Yeah. Is it just bang, 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 bang? Or well, are your tricks more drawn out? I, it's, I can do either way. You yeah. know, I can do either one. I had what I, I started out with. That show would have been like three hours, three and a half hours. But I yeah. cut it down 
I think I had like 11 or 12 individual effects, yeah. like different things, completely different routines, Yeah, which was a lot. I'm looking at this. I'm like, dad, this is way too much. I'm going to die. Like yeah. <laughs> this is too much. And he's like, all right, well let's cut it down. So we cut it down to maybe like eight things. Even that's a lot, you know, yeah. cause I, I don't like to do just one thing and have like no backstory, you know, no, nothing interesting about it. I like to, like I said, I like to do, I like to create like a miniature movie essentially. Yeah. yeah. That's I've, what I like. I think you do a great job with that too. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. This is a question as a, just an amateur, like magic fan yeah. asking a magician, you don't have to answer this if you don't want to. Yeah. When you go into a trick, what are the percent chances that it's going to turn out perfectly? Is it is it solid cloud like a hundred percent, or do you have some tricks where there's a little risk there? Yeah, there's there's always some risk. A little risk in everything I do. <laughs> really? Always some risk. And is that all magicians? There's, I mean, even the most buttoned up are still ninety nine point nine percent sure this is going to turn out okay. Well, yeah, you know, I think no matter what, everybody always has a, a risk, a yeah. small risk, because let's say they mess something up. Yeah. It, it can ruin the whole entire trick. If you forget one little thing, yeah. it can ruin the whole entire trick. Like, I'll do things where I'm completely comfortable, like, all right, let's do this. Like, I've done this a million times. This is simple. This, this is going to go good. But there's other things where, well, I'm like, you know, it could go bad because what if the volunteer says this or that mm-hmm. when I'm hoping they're supposed to say this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? It's not really, uh, it's kind of unsettling sometimes when I'm doing tricks that can go wrong. And there's some, you know, and again, I'm such an amateur compared to what you know, but it yeah. seems like there's, especially if you're doing a trick that involves a force, yep. it seems like there's some margin of error there yeah. occasionally. Well, yeah. Because the, the whole thing's fucked if the force doesn't work, right? Right, yeah. yeah. If yeah. you're doing a simple card trick and you get the force wrong yeah then it's like okay well you know what actually let's move on you can't do it (laughs) it's that one little thing um there's this i do i've included a little bit of danger in my my show and i've i have a video coming out soon big danger act i think i told you a little bit okay let me ask you about do you want to talk about i do want to ask you about this because this is a a type of magic that i like Mm -hmm. but it causes me a tremendous amount of anxiety yeah uh i don't even know how much we should talk about this or not again i'm going to reference fool us okay um Penn has mentioned many times on the show, mm-hmm. we're not going to let anyone do anyone do anything dangerous. Here. Yeah, right. But yet people do danger acts. Right. And he's basically said before, like, don't worry, it's not really dangerous. Sure, you know? sure. It, are danger acts actually dangerous or is everyone always okay? Well, no, it depends. You know, there's thousands of different acts somebody can do. But yeah. there's always, again, that slight risk. Well, I'm sure some magician somewhere has done some actual dangerous oh, yeah. shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's yeah. gone wrong. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, but, but, you know, he has made it sort of clear before. He's like, when you see a danger act on this show, don't worry. It's not actually that dangerous. <laughs> yeah, but then you see that. people. Then there was this girl just this season who, like, submerged herself in a barrel of wine. And I'm looking at this. I'm going, I guess, I don't know. I don't want to sit here and speculate how it was done. But, like, I guess it's obviously possible that there was a trick there that she was never in danger at all but yeah, it is but, still but if you think about it anything can happen yeah true. anything can happen whether they have an escape hatch what if the escape hatch fails right right when she's when she's getting out of this barrel of wine it's still dangerous well with her i think what we had was i think it was a true escape yeah but there was just she wasn't really holding her breath you know, I think. Oh, really? I, yeah, I think that there was. I think with yeah, yeah. that that one, I feel like was. Um, I don't know that I want to say the word obvious, but I think if you get a chance, go back and watch. I yeah, think yeah, there's I'll some stuff on it. that barrel looks a little suspicious to me. Oh, okay. that just makes, and you never really get to see in the barrel all that much. Right. And I it's just feel. Hidden. I feel like there might be some scuba situation going on. Oh, okay. I think, but again, I don't know. Like, I don't know for sure. Like the David Blaine situation. I don't know if you remember he did. Um, he held his water, held his, oh, water, I held his breath for like a long in time. In public, right? Didn't he do it in New York? Yeah. Is that the was, one I'm thinking of? Yeah, it was in, um, I think it was in like a theater or something. Okay. Or it may have been in New York. Okay. Wherever. But he did that and they, they revealed that. Like kind of like exactly what you're saying. Yeah, he was breathing. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no way. No, yeah, because it's, it's literally physically impossible. You right. can't just... 
Well, will, so we're not going to talk yeah. at all. I'm not ever. I don't ever want to know anything about your reveals. Yeah. But tell me about your your routine. What yeah. do you got coming so up? So I do. I have a three prong treble hook, fish hook, that I put in my mouth Ugh. and uh, oh, attached to it. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It, it's it's scary, man. It's yeah. really scary. There's um five five or four strings, whatever I want, four strings attached to it. You know, and I tell everybody, I say. Let's see, four strings. So three of these strings are actually attached. There's only one. Oh no, I'm sorry. One of the strings is actually attached. Yeah. The rest of them are not. Right. You won't be able to tell which is which. So one is actually tied. And I typically, like in my shows I did on tour, I had somebody just pulling one string at a time. Right. They would pull it. Hopefully they don't pull the one that's actually attached to the hook yeah. because that would hurt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, a little bit, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. But I always think about what I can do to make my axe bigger. So, okay, I have a hook. I have somebody pulling the strings. What if we have something pulling it harder? How about we attach it to a car? How about we attach all the strings to a car and have them take off one by one? Oh, that's pretty good. So that's what I'm doing. That's good. And that's what I just did. Yeah. And, Wait, uh, is that filmed? Like, it's not... It's filmed. It's getting edited right now by my guy. Awesome. And um, it should be out soon. But Where will was, we see it? Is that just going to be social media release? Yeah. Or where do you think we'll see it? It's going to be on Facebook, YouTube, everywhere. Where do they find you on all find the social media? Facebook. It'll be Anthony the Magician. And um, YouTube will be Presute Magic. P-R-E-Z-U-T, Magic. And then my Instagram is just my name, Anthony Pursuti. Okay. But that video is going to go out soon. And um, it was scary, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. I'm telling you, that can go wrong. And it has gone wrong once while well, practicing. Get out of here. We're practicing it, pulling, you know, pulling the strings. And uh, one of them was pulling. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm going to try not to say Yeah, it. yeah. Don't but like, deal. one didn't go well. Yeah. And uh, it pulled. And, uh, and you you're know, going, my mouth, ah, wait <laughs> Yeah. And it's making me think, should I do this? There, what if I really get hurt? <laughs> there's like a style of danger trick that I think is really great for the yeah. audience. I think that it really gets the audience. It's where the magician is in some sort of danger. Yep. And the trick is just a little bit too obvious how it's done. You're right, right. And yep. so the audience is all thinking, oh, I know how they throw it. Yeah. Right. And then unbeknownst to the magician yep. something goes wrong but the crowd realizes it went wrong yeah you know what i'm talking about yep. so like um oh no oh, yeah. i'm trying to think about the example that i could i, I i'll just come up with an example because i can't think of specific take the um uh, i don't know take the one where the, there's bags and you're yep. you're smashing down one of them has a spike in it right yep. so the audience i think maybe figures that one of those is marked right so they right. so like the audience kind of maybe they know and then maybe it's accidentally sort of revealed that one of his marked, mm-hmm. and then maybe they they in, in they just to bring back a term from earlier, people can Google this if they don't know what I mean. They institute and they bring in an instant stooge, mm-hmm. who maybe the magician turns his back and he's just acting like it's all part of the act, and the instant stooge switches him again. Yep. And now the audience thinks the magician doesn't know that happened. Right, right, right. And they're like, oh, shit. Oh, no. Right. I, I think those are great. I really think yeah, those are good, good effects. They're good because it switches up the classic thinking, the classic, you know, oh, he's going to do this. Then he's, yeah. It's kind of like the same concept of pick a card in a card. I'm going to put your card in the back, back well, of the deck, and yeah. I'm going to find it. Well, actually, it up. So, so actually, to tell you the truth, this is a better example. I've seen it done with card tricks, too, yeah. where, the, where the magician will say, pick card any card. Okay, put the... Put the card back. Then he'll pretend he's distracted over here while you're putting your card back. Then he'll come back and go, go ahead and put it back. And you'll go, I already put it back. And the magician will go, uh-oh. Oh, and yeah, then, yeah. you know, and then the audience thinks of, like, oh, yeah. let's see him pull this off. And yeah, then, of course, right. he pulls it off. Right. I think those are good, too. I yeah, really think that's good. when you put the, when you make the audience feel like they have a piece of information that no one else yep. has, yep. I think that's a, that's a good effect. It is the best, letting the audience know a little bit something, but... Yeah, yeah. So we were talking about magicians that you love. So you said Eric Jones, the other guy. Anybody else? David Blaine, obviously. David Blaine, let's see. Um, Man, magicians. Chris Angel, classic. Classic, yeah. But the reason more for him is his style, just his inspiration. 
like I watched him when I was probably like seven years old. Yeah. I watched him escape from a building in person in Florida. He escaped from a, an exploding building. Wow. Like a huge building. And, uh, you know, whatever, however he did it, who cares? But it was just cool. Yeah. And I saw him again probably a couple of years ago. And his shows are just so inspirational. He just, after I watch his show every time, I'm always like, all right, let's do this, man. Like, yeah. I want to be bigger than him. It's yeah. just really cool the way he presents himself. And Well, I mentioned that the, the other thing, I guess I'm repeating myself at this point, but the other Sorry. thing, I, I love the... Um, the show where the showmanship does the, like that PK touch thing I mentioned yeah. at the beginning of the podcast right. where, where he, he does the thing he tells you he's not going to do mm-hmm. right in front of your eyes yep. and you still don't even realize he just don't did it. it. It's freaking brilliant. That's, Killer. that's fantastic. So by the way, yeah. when I like sort of figured that out, yeah. I bought his trick because I couldn't, because I just couldn't believe how brilliant that yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this dude deserves money for like that. <laughs> Let me reward you. <laughs> yeah, that is how I feel though. Right, like, I actually feel it. that right, way right, where right, I'm like, right. do you sell, would you ever get into selling tricks? I, I was like, going would, to. Like if somebody offered you enough money, would you give them tape yeah, man? Yeah, I would. Yeah. I would. I think I've, we've created a few things that I would sell, but um, it's just, it's kind of, for me, it's it's not about the money or like trying to have a, well obviously it's about the money too but yeah, yeah, yeah. for me it's more of performing yeah i've never had interest really in selling anything there was a time where my dad and i created something where like we should sell this yeah but then i'm like there's no motivation for me i don't really care much for it you don't care much to sell the trick you're saying yeah no i don't really care i i would only care about i would only really care about selling a trick maybe if you know I'm selling something at a show or something. Or like, or if you had toured it for two years. Yeah. And you've done it basically in every city in America. Yeah. And now it's like, okay, right. Let me sell this to some other magicians. Yeah. Like I kind of want to, I like to keep things to myself and do them them for myself. Who's in your inner circle? Like who will you actually talk openly with when you're coming up with the facts? I will, let's see. I met, I met a guy named Alex Kazam and, at uh, America's Got Talent, my first my first audition. Alex Kazam. Alex I like Kazam. It. I actually don't know his last name. <laughs> yeah. I've always thought. I think that it's was Kazam. His, no, I'm, I'm guessing. I don't know, <laughs> but he's from Canada, and uh, really cool guy, really inspirational guy. And uh, I've done a few shows with him. Like I met him in the in the executive room, waiting yeah. to go in, and I never knew that I would be doing shows with him or actually have a friendship with this guy outside of this, you know, outside of this place in New York City. Um, so we, I actually did a couple shows with him in Canada and it was great because I was talking, like I've never had a chance to actually talk with another magician. You know, I've always done all this magic and this and that, and I never actually got to talk to a magician. It was great because I've, I got to talk with him and all his magician buddies and it's cool because, um, when you're in that room, is it just, everything's open at that point? You can talk. Yeah. 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 It's, it was weird. And that's gotta be nice actually though. You're with your people. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Finally being able to breathe. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like (laughs) talking to people about your secrets. Yeah. Yeah. Are you a good secret keeper? Not Mm -hmm. just like magic. I mean like just talking about just your personal life. Like are you, cause you basically being a magician, right? You're, you're essentially keeping a secret from almost everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, a little bit. I think I, um, Magic has helped me uh, lie better. Yeah. Yeah. You're a professional liar. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially, I like doing it. I'll mess with my girlfriend. I'll just, you know, I can lie to her anytime I want. But I don't do it for the Yeah, but she bad. can also pester you probably enough that you'll reveal for oh, her yeah, too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, but it's funny because I'll just, I'll try and say a lie and just keep a straight face or do something, mess with her and try yeah. and see if she gets it. But. Yeah. What about uh, dad? Is dad in on the planning or is dad like the test subject that you want to see if it works? He is always in on the planning. Okay. Always has been. and uh, He's a good dude. Great he is. Yeah. He is. He's got a lot of ideas, that man. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, dude, just... Take over for me and go <laughs> go on stage and do the show because you got it. Like, yeah, yeah. But he gets nervous, man. He gets really nervous. Really? Like, well, you and, mean on stage he would get nervous? Or? No, like he gets nervous for me oh, before yeah. shows. 
Well, because there's but, there is. I mean, I don't think people realize there is risk that something yeah. can go wrong. Yeah. During a magic show, lots I mean, of embarrassment can happen. It can definitely you know? happen. So let's talk about that. Now I know that's the question you get all yeah. the time. So I hate to ask the hat question, but everyone's had it happen. Yeah. You're on stage or you're in front mm-hmm. of people, and yep. all of a sudden it goes wrong. Yep. Now a lot of times. The one advantage you have as a magician is you're aware it's gone wrong before anyone else. Yes. So you exactly. have some time to save it. You have a, a backup plan. So yep. can you give a story of a time yep. when it went wrong? So I was doing, I was doing a a book, I think like a book trick or something, a yeah. book test, and it went completely wrong. And I, essentially, the volunteer was supposed to just remember a word, and I was supposed to get it somehow. Yeah. Com- went completely wrong. Uh, I wrote it down, you know, and I said, you know, wrote it down on, on a notepad and held it away from everybody just so I could see. I said, okay, tell everybody the name you're thinking of, uh, you know, Joe Smith. And it was not Joe Smith that I had written down. So I'd be like, what I did was I pretended like nothing happened, pretended like none of that actually happened. So I ripped it off and I started a completely new trick. Didn't talk about it. Didn't say anything. Yeah. And, um. It worked. Nobody realized anything happened. I oh, don't know you how. just moved on. Yeah, just <laughs> mo- moved right on, pretending like nothing happened. Yeah. And uh, that day scared me. You know, Enough. I always yeah. think about that. It yeah. scared me a lot, but it taught me to keep going. Don't mention your mistakes. Right. Because then right. people will think about it even more. Right. I think the worst thing you could do is stop and go, uh oh, I messed yeah. up. Uh-oh. That's the worst thing, right? Yeah. You right. just got to go on and move on. Then you look stupid. Yeah. Then they're or- like, wow. What a loser, you know. It, and it you, it, and I think the other thing is like with confidence. Like if you just pivot to the next thing with yep. confidence, everyone just yep. assumes that's how it was supposed yep. to happen. Yep. There's yeah. <laughs> there's a funny story. One time, this was one of the first times I was performing. Uh, I I did a show right after high school, and it was my first time performing not in front of like a high school audience, like not on the talent show or anything like that. It was for a comedy comedy yeah. show. Bad Boys of Comedy. It was an Italian comedy show. Okay. And uh, we prepared to have... It was, I was talking about like going to a strip club. Yeah. And um, you know, I was going through this scenario where I was supposed to have a, a guy volunteer come on stage. And I'm going through the audience, you know, saying, who wants to come up on stage? And uh, nobody was raising their, hand, their, their hands. You can't get anybody. Nobody. Yeah. Except for this like 80-year-old grandma. She's the only one raising her hand. I'm going, dude, I can't get this grandma on stage. It's not going to go well with the story. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, come on up. Come on stage. And I, as she's coming up, you know, I'm like clapping for her. Like, oh, I'm looking at my dad backstage. How are we going to do this? And he is giving me the By the most- way, it's the, I just want to mention there's going to be some noise in the background. This is my last appointment with my lawn oh, company lawn this is the last mow of the year at least i think it's the last mow of the year what is we're recording this on october 27th so hopefully this is the last snow yeah i was gonna say this is probably the last time you got to mow the lawn this year so yeah. uh it just sucks they showed up in the middle of a podcast but what are you gonna do it's all right what are you gonna so do? so what happens next then with a the grandma well the thing that scared me most was my dad's face looking at me like i'm gonna kill you oh. he's like dude what are you doing you can't have her on well stage. what would you have done just force someone out of the audience I mean, just be like, you, sir, come up here. I pro- nowadays, I probably would have. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, it actually went even better because okay. the scenario was, all right, you're getting a lap dance at the Bada Bing, <laughs> you know, this and that. But it made it even more better, man. Yeah, yeah. That's made it great. even more better. Okay. So. All right. Good, good. That's, I mean, look, shit happens. Um, exactly. You know, and you got to roll with it. And I think people don't right. realize, even I think the most the most tuned up magicians have some margin of error in there yeah. still. And of course. I think that's what makes it exciting, too. Right. You know, I think that there, people are watching magic tricks. Obviously, they're like, I'm going to figure out how it's done. Like, that's everybody. But then I also think there's a little element of like, you know, there's a possibility that they're going to screw this up. Wrong. And yeah, it right. could go wrong. Exactly. What do you want? Do you want to do tricks or are you, yeah, or am I too it. intimidating to do a trick? I'm too intimidating. <laughs> I'm really not very good. I'm <laughs> yeah, extremely foolable. Like, I don't know shit. We can do something. We'll yeah. Do, yeah. You got your phone. I have my phone. We have I'm to, gonna, dis- we're not on video, so we have to describe everything that's Oh, yeah, happening. that's good. Okay. Yep. All right. Okay, so good. Do you mind unlocking your phone? We will unlock it. I'm not it. that good. That's a good line. I like it. Okay. Yep, it's my right, wife's so we'll, birthday. We'll try it. Oh, that's how much. Jesus. By the way, that's how many. That's how much I had to write in checks today. Oh, Literally wow. today, 
Ready? Wow, that's a lot. Could you make that $20 disappear? $20 million, huh? <laughs> wow, look at you. If you could make that disappear, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go to your contacts. Okay. Am I supposed to be watching? Gonna, yeah, 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 you're going to watch. We're going to try and explain this to everybody. Oh, I know him. Yeah. Okay, so you have quite a lot of friends. Holy crap. Yeah. Dude, this never ends. It's years How and years. How popular are you? That's literally just what the letter the hell? M. <laughs> okay, so you're going you're gonna to swipe back and forth underneath, okay? okay? Blindly, so you and I can't see. So okay. to everybody listening, I got the phone upside down, and he's going to swipe back and yep, forth. Yep, and I can't see, and I'm don't, just kind of swiping. Don't click on one specifically, though. Just swipe it's, back and forth. I swiped right a few times, left a few times, okay. and right a couple more it's times. It's like Tinder. You're swiping left I'm and swiping, right. I'm swiping, yeah. Okay, yeah. you good with it there? I, feel, I think so, okay. yes. Okay, I'm going to click. This is your lock button, right? Okay. So. Is it locked? I'm not going to look. Is it locked? Yes. Okay, good. Take your phone. The phone's away from me. I'm sliding back over here. Okay, okay Paulie, you're going to look. Um, I don't think there's really any mirrors in the room. Don't touch anything. Did you swipe any more? No. Okay. You're unlocked on your contact screen? Yep. Look at the contact that you left at the very top. Do you okay. see it? Yep. You got it? You got the name? Yep. Remember it? Okay, yep. lock your phone. Okay. Okay. I didn't see it, right? I didn't look in your eyes and get a reflection, you know, from no mirrors or anything. Yeah. So I want you to just think of the name. Do you know this person? Uh, honestly, no. No? Okay. No. You had them in your contact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That happens, so, though. <laughs> sure. So uh, think of this name, and since you don't know them, we'll do this. I want you to imagine, you, you know, you're, you're in school, right? You're okay. a little kid again. You're in school. You go up to the chalkboard. You see the chalkboard. You grab the chalk. And you write down the name. Yep. Okay? Write down just the, just the first name, if it's a first and last name. Got it, got if it. If it's not a mom or dad or whatever. Write down the first name. Kay. Okay? You see yourself doing that? Yep. You're writing it. You're writing I each letter. Yep. 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 Okay, now write the last name. Okay. Okay. There's... Okay, so think... Of, okay, so... I, this... Is this a first and last... This is. is a first and... There's something else, though? Yeah, there is something else. There's okay. like a middle. All yeah. right. So write the middle name. Okay. I don't see the... Okay, write the... Okay, now think of the think of the first letter and the first name. Okay. Do you see it? You I see do. it in your mind? You see it? I do. All right. Think... Is this a Z? Z? No, this is a D. <laughs> yes, it's yeah? a D. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, I'm not getting the whole thing, but I see a little bit. Think of, um, you can't think of what this person sounds like, but say it in your head so you hear the name. Yep. You hear yourself, kind of try and send it to me mentally. Like, I'm sending it. I'm sending it this straight is, from my forehead to your forehead. From my forehead. I just felt it on my forehead. It's <laughs> <laughs> I don't see the last name. I see Dawn Ferris. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You son of a bitch. <laughs> That's pretty damn good. Thanks, man. Yeah, that is good. Great trick. Where are you at on? Me- so you like mentalism then? I Mental- mentalism my main thing. It's fantastic. I think it's the best. <laughs> I really think mentalism is the best. Yeah, I do that more than card tricks or anything else. Okay. I like it because it's different, man. Everybody does the card tricks, this and that. I like it. It's it's a lot different. Well, mentalism is it's fantastic because like the ultimate magic trick in the world, yeah. which is almost impossible. I don't even know if it's possible. Dude, the ultimate magic trick in the world is say, okay, think of anything, and then I tell you what you're thinking. Exactly. It's impossible to do. It's right? crazy. But the closest, you, the closer you can get to that, right. Is, is the more like miraculous right exactly you know? that's what's that's what's awesome about it is yeah that is something somebody can't prove if you do it good enough of yeah. course yeah but it's something they can't really prove yeah. it's your mind yeah you know it's not like a card trick where you say oh he did a pinky break this yep. and that you know some of the best mentalism out there is um the two person teams where they're able to yep. speak to each other in code like the clairvoyance the clairvoyance are awesome she's yep. freaking hot but i mean you know yeah. excuse my wife <laughs> the uh i'm thinking of the right group right yeah yes. she's yeah she's pretty gorgeous yeah um but the uh the the ones where they are able to i think the trick is basically they're speaking to each other in code but it is such plain english that you would never yep. realize that it takes a lot of work man. oh my god they, i mean they're speaking a whole nother language <laughs> But yeah. the trick is they're not just speaking another language. They're speaking another language while also speaking regular, the regular language, language in a coherent way. Right. It's unreal. They're supposed to sound normal. Yeah, yes. they're supposed to sound normal, but they're mm-hmm. really code. I mean, those are 
that to me, that when you can master that, that's one of the greatest magic tricks mm-hmm. there is. Do you know the guys that are old British? They're young, but they pretend they're like time travelers. They're British time travelers. British time travelers. Where are they from? They're for, they're British. They've got okay. English. I mean, they're actually British, but they pretend they're time. Probably seen sh- them. Their shtick is that they're time travelers. Okay. And they have that. Yeah. Maybe better than I've ever seen. I really? Mean, that good, yeah. huh? Yeah, I really think it's that good. They, it's um, that good. I remember when the clairvoyants were on, they, everybody was always like, oh, they're speaking in Morse code. You know, they have like the, that's, the that's, thing. In that's the, the, the what everyone shoot. thinks with that. Yeah, yeah. I always thought that too, but I never realized after that that that's how they were doing it. With the, yeah, it's in their the language, code, right? Yeah, yeah it's yep. just in their language. And it's just, to me, that is, there's so much skill and preparation that goes into that that I guess what we can leave it. Do you want to do another trick or not? Do you have another one or no? It's you up wanna, to you. I don't care. We can we can do one more, but I guess yeah. I guess before we uh, where are we at right now? Oh, we're fifty three minutes. Perfect. I'll tell you okay. this one last thing, and then we'll do one more trick. Okay. So, um, what I think at the end of what I want to kind of wrap with giving you credit for yeah. is what people don't realize is how much magic is in art. Yes, and you guys 100%. are really artists. Hundred percent, really are, and. You know, people see that trick and they think it's just a trick, and mm. they do not realize they have practiced mm. that for hours, days, months, and years. Yep. And sometimes I just wish regular people, because here's the thing like, you know, I'm a big fan of magic, and yeah. I used to be on radio and I would talk about how much I love magic, and right. everyone would be like, you nerd, you know? Right. And I'd be like, fuck you. Yeah, I love right. magic. It's awesome. And <laughs> you don't great. realize how much talent goes into and right. how much work goes into Exactly. Some of those tricks require years of talent, Absolutely. of act, of work. Whatever yeah, I'm trying to say. It's just like an instrument. You know, you have to practice and practice and practice. And that's yes. an art form. You know, yeah. music is 100% art. Yeah. Well, yeah, but people respect music in that way. They respect, not to say, people do respect magic. Right. I don't want to say they don't respect yeah, magic. Not but sometimes as much as people just music. see it as a trick. Right. A little trick that you could learn in two minutes. And it's like, no. No way. No way. I wish it was. Yeah. That would be awesome, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, learn no, that, this person has dedicated a lot of time exactly. to that trick exactly. right there. Yeah. Um, okay, so yeah. we got some cards out, I see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We're going to do something. Um, I call this David Blaine. Okay. You You've call probably it David seen Blaine? The, I call it the David Blaine trick. Okay. Because it's one of my favorites that he he does. Um, it's we'll, we'll just we'll just do it. Okay. Okay. So I got some cards. Uh, we're going to use... We're going to use like 10 cards. I love how magicians always have nice cards, too. That's the other thing. I just bought these. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let's see. They're definitely not just a normal. It's like a. It's a. It is bicycle though, right? They're the manufacturers. Wait, no, that was. Yeah, these are bicycles. I'm sorry, I keep distracting you. (laughs) Go ahead, go ahead. I'll shut up for a second. I think that was ten. Okay, here you're gonna do this. You're gonna count these like this. You're gonna go one, two, three, just like that. Okay. Okay. You're gonna count them. So we're on on three right now. Okay. Take one off the top, flip it over, put it on the bottom. Okay. Set your mic down. Yep. So, we're on, so I think that's four. So four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Now, this is a little different because obviously Paulie and I, we know magic, right? Well, you so, do. I'm just a fan. Yes, but you know you know different things. So we're going to go along with this like you're just a regular person. Okay, Even though okay, you okay. might okay. see something. We were on the radio one time and you caught me doing one thing and I was oh, pissed. Well, yeah, like, but God I didn't, damn it. But, but to my credit, I did not say anything on the air. <laughs> no, he didn't. I wouldn't that do that. Good. I wouldn't, And I won't, don't want to do it to you here either. I know, if I okay. catch this, I'm not saying anything. I don't think you'll catch yeah. everything. You'll okay. see little things though. I promise you that. Uh, okay. All right, so I'm going to scroll through. You're going to say stop wherever you want. Okay. Ready? Stop. Right there? Yeah. Now, we'll tell everybody what it is. So you got a three. Okay, so three. So take those. I forgot to tell you. Hold those to your chest. Okay. Hold them to your chest so I can't get them. So you got a three. Okay, so I'm going to go like this. Ready? I'm going to do this in front of the mic. One, two, three. So three cards just left here, and they went to your your pile there that's in your hand close okay. to your chest. Wow. In a second, you're going you're gonna to count down. Okay? You're going to okay. go like this. You're going to go one, two, three. Four, five, six, just like that. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. Right. Put so I'll put my mic down. Again. Yep. I'll I'll talk for you. So do them one at a time, slow. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten. That's 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 where you that's where you started, right? So yep. okay. Yep. So what do you got? One, two, three. Put them down. Three. Count them. Yep. One, two, three. One, two, three. Okay. Take those. Pick them up. Put them. Put them in your chest again. 
I'm gonna stay away. I'm, I, I scoot it all all the way over to the other side of the table. Yeah. So you got those. Hold them to your chest tight. Got it. Okay. So you have 13 in your hands now. Yeah. Okay. I want you to think. Just think of a number from one to ten. Got it. You got it. Yep. Say it. Five. Okay. Uh, the number is one or two. What do you mean the numbers? Just say the numbers. The number one or two. Uh, oh, uh, one. One. Okay. So we'll get rid of one. So you said five. We'll get rid of one. That's seven. Five plus two. So we're left with two. So that's seven. Okay. 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 So we're left with seven. Okay. You're over there. I'm over here. You have 13 in your hands. We have seven. That's what we came up with. Just kind of come up with a random number. Okay. Ready? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Just left here, and they went all the way over there to you. Holy fuck. I'm doing it. You okay, want me to so, count yeah. them again? Count down. I'm going to stay away. You have 13. You should have 20 now. Okay? Count down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. <laughs> that's, that's damn good, man. Good one, that's, huh? That is a damn good trick. It's one of my favorites. Yes. Thank you. And, and, in the, and in the, I just want for you to know that I do not know exactly how it was done. There was yeah. one moment in there that I, sure. I know what happened. 100%. But, but the, rest, the rest of that, I don't know how you got those yeah. cards into my hands. That's Sweet. fucking fantastic. Thank great you. trick, Thank man. You. That's Absolutely great trick. I'll, I'll typically ah. do, like if I'm meeting some new people, yeah. I'll do a couple easy ones, you know, good ones. And then I'll just end it with that one. Yeah. And people always, they're like, what it's the a great, fuck, it, man? How it is a great it? effect. Absolutely great effect. Thank so you. So good. God Thank damn. You. All right, Anthony. What did we do? Did we miss anything? Are we promoting so. just the videos coming soon on your social yeah, media? just the video coming soon. Yeah. It's going to yeah. be crazy. Well, thanks for coming out and talking Thanks for having me, man. Oh, this my was God. awesome. It's the, been years since we've seen each other. Probably yeah. Probably like a couple yeah. of years at least. And I'm glad to finally get to talk to you just yeah. about like magic for an hour. Just nerd out. You yeah, know? I mean, when we were on the radio talking, it you would know. never be able to talk about anything I could get like, like one or two magic questions in, and yeah. then it was like, move on, move on. Yeah, you know? we'd just be like, shut up, Paul. <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much, yeah. But it's great to be able to just talk magic. Maybe we'll for get sure. you on again sometime, too. Absolutely. I, could... I have, actually, I have something I've been wanting to do for you for years. Really? That I haven't been able to. I was going to do it today, but it still wasn't ready. Okay. It's something with your sauce. Okay. With your sauce. When we do, okay, so when we do that one. When we do it. I'll, can I film it? We'll video it. Okay, We'll do great. a video and we'll post it. Oh, Probably I love that. Probably be the best. We'll do a video. Yeah, definitely. So when we do, yeah, so anytime you want to do that, do that. It and is, I'll pump it out there. I'll promote the hell sweet. out of it. and For sure. Yeah, yeah. Sounds we'll get good. it on video. Okay. Yeah, All right. Anthony Prosciutti. Thanks a lot, man. Oh, thank you.